Man, it is good to connect with a good friend. He's a good man. Dave Ray Affair. Brother Dave, we wish you aloha. Thanks for taking the time. Aloha, Rick. How you doing, buddy? Doing fantastic. Can't wait to get started with Fair and bringing your voice and others to let us know about one of the most important issues of the day. Brother, if we thought that uh, immigration coverage by the major networks was important, we would be dead wrong, my friend. I did an, uh, a little bit of reporting, and there was a total of nine minutes, nine minutes since September. Wow. September till January 1 of information news about immigration. Well, you'd never know that it's a top uh uh, topic among voters and that it moved the last presidential election. I don't think the mainstream media wants Americans to discuss immigration uh, because they know where the public stands on it and it's not where they want the public to be. Unfortunately, the public stand, for them, the public stands with President Trump on this, you know? One thing to be sure, no doubt about it. I'll tell you what, there is a tremendous amount that's taking place. I know that last year there was remarkable movement in regard to immigration. Uh, the hold uh, their feet to the fire conference one of the best and thank you again for allowing me to be there uh, oh, but, yeah. but I'll tell you what my friend and, and this is the dominant thing the impeachment proceedings uh, Ukraine I mean there have been so many other areas that have gotten the attention you said it immigration one of the highlights and we need to really ensure that our friends are aware of the very latest Oh, absolutely. You know, I mean, if you recall, Rick, earlier this uh, earlier last year, by May, we were in the midst of a full-blown crisis at the border. Catch and release was on steroids. We had seen uh, right before our very eyes unfold a crisis that we that the nation hadn't seen since probably 2007. And we went from you know 30, 20 to 30 thousand apprehensions a month all the way up to 144,000 in May. And, you know, let's face it, we have a do-nothing Congress that has been focused like a laser beam on impeaching a president that they hate. And so uh, America's borders were in shambles. The president declared a state of emergency and uh, was allowed to um, uh, tap some Department of Defense funds to help uh, the border wall, but the, but the crisis was immediate, and there was going to be no help from Congress. In fact, Congress did everything everything that it could, uh, except to this final spending bill to strip out any uh, funding for the wall or what have you. But I, I'm happy to say, and thank goodness for the Trump administration's ability to think outside of the box, because it was really up to them to solve this crisis. Nancy Pelosi was not going to be giving them a hand. And the, the Trump administration, um, unlike any uh, administration in the last 30 years, forged multilateral agreements with our partners to the south. Mexico, uh, we put together the Migrant Protection Protocol, whereby if would-be asylum seekers are caught coming into the United States, they would be uh, taken back to Mexico. Uh, most of these folks are coming up from Central America, so they had been in Mexico for months anyways. They would be returned to Mexico to await their hearing. Uh, we also had uh, President Trump threaten Mexico with a boycott. Remember, we are the recipient of about 80% of Mexico's goods, so we're their biggest customer. Our opinion should matter, and let me tell you, it did. Mexico took notice immediately. 
dispatched National Guard on its southern border and uh, National Guard actually on its northern border as well that we've seen recently. And uh, those efforts and some efforts made uh, multilateral agreements with some of the Central American countries involved, the key sending nations, have all brought immigration back under control, thankfully. Maybe that's why it's not in the news, except when they want to question whether or not there's actually been 100 new miles of border wall built, right. which is absurd because I've seen it with my own eyes. Uh, border wall, when we talk about that, there was a lot of, and even friends within the uh, confines here were saying, listen, you, you can't take money out of the DOD. You, you just can't do it. And the president's reason, of course, DOD is a logical place to go because it is a defense uh, mechanism that yeah. we're pursuing. Now, there was a court decision in New Orleans, Dave, maybe you can shed some light on before we take our break, and that is right. that those monies are freed up and ready to go. Right. So there was a Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals uh, decision that would free up $3.6 billion in construction for border walls. So imagine, Rick, in the middle of this border crisis, everything that the president tries to do uh, there's, you know, the ACLU five minutes later is, is, is filing a, a lawsuit in some court in California to stop him. So finally, $3.6 billion has been freed up. Uh, they have 100 miles of new wall constructed already uh, with 450 miles by the end of 2020 as uh, their target. Now, remember, that wall is important not only to stop illegal immigrants, but it also stops would-be drug dealers and uh, possible terrorists who are trying to come into the United States. Besides that, the Border Patrol says it helps their safety and security and uh, uh, keeps them safe so that they can show up to work the next day. So it is money well spent. Talking with our uh, dear friend, he is Dave Ray with FAIR, joining us from Washington, D.C. I'm going to put off the break for just about three, four minutes to continue. Dave. Okay. But, but I'd like to get your take and, and summarize for us. There was a recent um, report uh, that talks about foreign workers, asylum recipients, et cetera, et cetera, this out of DHS. Would you mind sharing with us the significance of some of what's contained there? Well, the Department of Homeland Security uh, came out and released the figures from 2018. These are legal immigration figures. We had more than 1 million, actually 1.1 million uh, immigrants obtained legal permanent residence in the United States. You know, immigration has been at historically high levels since 1965. Uh, and this country remains by far the most generous on earth in its uh, legal immigration system. So next time people are talking about, you know, how it's un-American to want to stop illegal immigration, you need to remind them of that. But what was interesting is of the 1.1 million legal immigrants who came here, the vast majority of them came here through chain migration. And that, that means mm -hmm. they, they were able to receive their visa because they have a family member here in the U.S., you know, a brother, sister, aunt, uncle, what have you, and not because of any special skills they have or, or job abilities or what have you. And, and so that really underscores the need for us to, to pivot to a merit-based system whereby people would be selected to come into the United States based on actually having skills, talents, uh, literacy in English would be great. Uh, to, these are really precursors to show that these folks are going to be able to succeed 
once they do get here. Unfortunately, you know, 25% of the legal immigrants, is 25% of the 1.1 million who arrive every year, have less than a high school education, Rick, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, have very poor literacy in English. Imagine coming to this country with less than a high school education, limited English. Uh, chances of you not falling on your face are slim to nil, and that's why we have, you know, half of immigrant-headed households in this country are on some form of public assistance. So the numbers are a wake-up call. Mass immigration continues unchecked since the law changed in 1965. It's time to revisit our immigration laws, decide what's in the national interest. You know, the Barbara Jordan Commission under President Clinton suggested that our cap on immigration should be at 500,000. It's more than double that right now. So maybe we should be talking about reducing immigration to recommended levels and pivoting to a merit-based immigration system that picks people based on what they know, not who they know and who they're related to. Very well put, as always. It's a delight to get together with you, Dave. Uh, One more time, how do we keep in touch with you and FAIR? Well, FAIR, as I said, is the nation's oldest and largest immigration reform organization. We can be found on the web at fairus.org. Uh, on Facebook under FAIR or Federation for American Immigration Reform and on Twitter at FAIR Immigration. Check us out. We are the nation's oldest and largest immigration watchdog group, two million strong members and supporters across the country, funded by you, the public, and fighting your battles. My brother, I wish you and the entire team all the very best. Can't wait till we get together again. I hope it's going to be soon. Absolutely, Rick. Anytime, my friend. You have a great day. All right, brother. All the best, Dave. Aloha.